Oops, and I said the S word. Sorry. Bleep. Well, hello, my darlings, and welcome to our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Bravo Blogs and Recaps, brought to you by me, Eric, kind of sort of in this intro, and John from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, what we're doing is recapping what went down this week in Beverly Hills and reading you the blogs that the ladies write for BravoTV.com. Because who has time to sit around and read blogs on a website when you could have them read to you communicate? by us. Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy. Over on Twitter. Just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback, and then I'm being really sarcastic, and John is like, I love this part. But you guys know the deal. And look, you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast. So get to our Twitter, get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. But we need to talk about what you guys really want to hear about, and it is the ladies of Beverly Hills. Okay, that was my really bad attempt at trying to be a soap opera actor. Anyway, take it away, John. Thanks, Eric. Hey, guys, John Richardson here. Um, talking about week 17, 18, um, episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. My blogs for the ladies are a little late. Um, <laughs> life is crazy. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, the, the reunion part one is around the corner and I think it's going to make up for kind of a dud the finale episode was at Adrian's party. Oh my gosh. All right, so let's jump in because we got lots to talk about over the next three weeks. So we had episode 17, Amsterdam Snap. You know, it's when the, the, the kind of the trip continues. Um, Eileen and Kyle kind of do their things. The rest of the ladies do their stuff. Yolanda gets them on a boat to kind of reunite. Um, of course, that doesn't go well because of Brandy's there. Um, poor Yolanda, um, is trying to make the best of it, but it's also where we see Brandy slap Lisa Vanderpump. And yes, was it the hardest slap? No, but you know, I it honestly don't think she was really expecting it. And I think even if you're playful slapping with your friend, maybe it's one thing, but, I mean, Lisa's kind of made it clear that she just doesn't feel the same way about Brandy. So I just don't get why she did it at all, playful or not. Hello, Brandy. 
episode 18, Confessions of a Housewife. Um, Lisa, obviously, Vanderpump doesn't accept Brandy's apology. Again, I wouldn't either. Um, Brandy also learns about her poor father's health, which is actually really sad because we all love her father. And we all, you know, give him the most utter respect on having the patience to raise that one. Um, we also, you know, I think Kyle's even surprised about, you know, Lisa Renna talking about Kim and how even Brandy thinks that she needs an intervention. And, you know, I love it. I love it when people deny stuff, especially to us fans, when we see it on camera. Um, we see Kyle's, um, gorgeous house in Palm Springs, by the way. We also see the Richard sisters get into it again. Obviously, you know, we learn more about, you know, the, the, the comment, um, uh, at the end of epi or season one with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when Kim and Kyle kind of got in a fight about the house and you stole my house. Well, the house that they were talking about was their mom's house that was left to them when she passed away. Uh, Kim and uh, the other sister, <laughs> Paris's mother, were bought out. Apparently, Kim doesn't remember, you know, and there's still a lot of tension with that. But I believe Kyle, I think it's, you know, I think uh, she was bought out. And, you know, Kim obviously can use the house whenever she wants because that's just the way Kyle is. All right, now you're jumping to episode 19. The party's over. Again, kind of a dud finale. We're at Adrian Malouf's party where Adrian is doing magic. Um, in parentheses, jumping out of a box. I guess that's magic in Beverly Hills. Um, <laughs> and doesn't see anything. But we also see Brandy confronting Lisa. Like, lunatic, my father. He didn't say anything to me. I, really, the way you treat the other ladies... <laughs> And you put your hands on them, but then they don't act the way you react. Oh, why? I really think, and I forget who it was, either Eileen or um, Eileen or Lisa Renna. You know, really, Brandy just thinks that whatever she does, as long as she apologizes, then um, everything's washed clean. And not everyone's like that. In fact, a very, very, very small percent of people are like that. And especially it depends on how far you go. Slapping, throwing wine on people that you don't know or not getting along with is going way too far. Okay. We also see Kyle kind of gets angry with Lisa Renna because she kind of tells Kim, hey, listen, this is what your good friend said. We heard it in Palm Springs in the last episode. She says it at the party. Kim uh, Richards isn't believing her. Lisa Renna kind of is a little shaky. She doesn't want to make any waves. I don't think Lisa Renna was trying to not say anything or backtrack. I just think she just didn't want to make any waves. When Lisa um, kind of gets Kim aside to talk to her kind of one-on-one -on -one instead of with the other ladies and with Brandy, we see Brandy's boob keeps falling out. Brandy's drunk again, again. Boob, nipple, areola's falling out. And then when she sees Kyle, she's like, I'm not doing this in front of her. Pretty much that's it. All right, so let's dive into the blogs. Kyle didn't write a blog for episode 19, but she did for 18. So let's start with her. 
All right, so this is Kyle Richards' vlog from March 19th, just after episode 18, the episode before the finale, and it's Kyle finally has a chance to clear her name regarding the fight in Palm Springs. She says, so our last night in Amsterdam, we spent our last night at dinner laughing and enjoying ourselves like we should have been all along. Meanwhile, Brandy was on another date with Max's friend, and that's right. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, it all seemed creepy and strange, but I suppose Brandy would say, even though we're four years apart in age, that I'm just a menopausal mama to each his own. We returned back to Los Angeles and we have never been so happy to get off a plane and run for the hills. Literally. Beverly Hills, that is, baby. I added that. <laughs> back in LA, we see Brandy meet up with Yolanda and inform her that her dad has been ill. I can imagine how upsetting that is. Also, being jet lagged and emotionally drained doesn't help. While Yolanda gets her IV drip and Brandy gets her facial, Brandy seems to not get what all the women are upset with her about. What Brandy doesn't see or hear is that we all told Lisa Rinna that it was wrong to allow the glass. Terrible. But the difference is Lisa Rinna immediately says that she knows she was wrong. Another difference is Lisa Rinna, while wrong, felt she was provoked. Brandy's attacks seem to come out of the blue, making it impossible for her make it impossible to trust her or be comfortable around her. And I think that's the thing, too. I mean, Brandy did get upset about saying, you know, the girls are hypocrites, this and that. I threw wine on Eileen, but Lisa ran it through glass, broke glass, <laughs> just like a gangster. And Brandy feels she's being kind of crucified. But again, Brandy doesn't own her shit. Okay, it's been over season. Oops, and I said the S word. Sorry, bleep. She continues with Brandy goes on to say that she doesn't think it's fair that everyone had just dropped everyone just dropped Lisa Renna and Kim's argument. That was their choice. It was their argument and that's what they had decided to do, a mutual decision. I was so confused by that and struggled to drop what had happened. I don't get Yolanda always wanting to teach Brandy a lesson. She's not her mother and she's only 8 years older than her. Um it's as if she is talking to a teenager. It's time for Brandy to grow up and take responsibility for her actions and consequences that come with them. Kim meets up with Adrian and fills her in on Amsterdam. I don't understand why Kim insists that I that I ran after Lisa Renna the night of their fight. This comes up a lot as well at the reunion. I ran out first when the glass started flying. I only came back to get my purse. She wants to make it sound like I sided with Lisa Renna. Kim screamed at me that night and said some very mean things. I didn't want to be around her at that moment. I was choosing Lisa Renna over Kim. I was choosing to get out of that environment. Between the poker night, the game mixer, our lunch at Eileen's, the uh, plane in Calgary, and then Amsterdam, I needed to get away. I couldn't brush anything under the carpet anymore. Our relationships have taken, had taken a horrible turn for the worse. And this is a side of Kim I choose not to be around. After my conversation with Lisa Renna, we were told 
where she told me Brandy had concerns about Kim. I was frustrated that Brandy was discussing these things with Lisa Renna while at the same time telling Kim that Lisa Renna was going around talking about her. Why did she fail to mention that Kim mentioned to Kim that she also took part in this talk and was expressing the same concern for Kim? Brandy was also going on and on about Eileen and Lisa Renna talking about Kim. Didn't Brandy also sit on the beach with her friend Jennifer and talk about Kim? And what about the conversation with Lisa Renna saying, isn't everyone worried about Kim? Brandy is clearly playing both sides and Kim has no idea. No, she doesn't. Doesn't. I wanted Kim and I to spend some time away from everyone. So I went to the Palm Desert like all like we always do. It's normal. It's normally a two-hour drive and easy and an easy getaway for people who live in Los Angeles. It's the most common weekend escape, and I love it. I'm from Los Angeles and I miss it. <laughs> Kyle continues. We hadn't spoke since Amsterdam, so it was obviously awkward. Getting into all of this with cameras around is not easy. Uh, for five years now, people have thought that I stole my sister's house. I never spoke up to defend or explain myself because that would mean I would have to discuss private information that would make my sister more angry with me. When she bought, brought it up again this time after we had spoken about it in private and cleared it up, I wasn't going to just sit back again and have my character and integrity attacked. Let me make it clear, since I believe many are still confused, it's quite simple. My sisters both wanted me to buy them out of our mother's house, so I did, paying them both an equal amount, paying them both an equal amount. Why would Kim accept anything less? For whatever reason, as years passed, she thought I paid Kathy more. Not the case, uh, which is why I brought, brought up the deposited checks again. I do not want to go into more private details, even though in doing so, I would explain, it would explain my side of the story much clearly. Another thing to people that imply my sister solely paid for the home with her childhood earnings is an insult to my mom. My parents moved to Los Angeles before I was born and built a beautiful home here in Bel Air. Once my parents divorced, yes, Kim worked. So did I. You can check out our IMD page to confirm that. Our mother was our manager and worked her butt off to run my sisters and I around to audition after audition and juggled with my grandmother between the studios with Kim and me. Uh, Kathy dabbled in acting. She wasn't really into it, but was an amazing singer with an incredible voice. My mother sold our home in Bel Air, then moved to Beverly Hills and eventually settled in the desert. I was the executioner of our mother's trust. She asked me to hold to hold into the house for 10 years and then sell it. I think that was because it was so hard to face to face dying and think of all her most precious prized possessions no longer being a part of our lives as well. Business-wise, it was a terrible investment because we were losing money, but I had made the promise to my mom, so we hung on to it. We finally came to the decision after 12 years to sell the house. It was difficult because it was a, it was sentimental to all of us. I told Kim we had discussed her daughter, Brooke, having the listing, and maybe my daughter, Farah, as well. 
we could share the listing. So Kim had plenty of warning that we were selling the house and plenty of time to come and say her goodbyes. Whether she did or not was up to her. Anyway, that's it. It's painful to keep going on over this time and time again. I just wanted to put it to rest. I just wish Kim and I could see eye to eye. I'm hoping one day this will all be behind us. Thanks for watching. Holy mother of God. If that doesn't explain it, people, I don't know what will. Oh, God. girl. All right, next up is Eileen Davidson, and the title of her blog, her final blog, is Trouble is Brewing. Really? Eileen discusses Adrian's party and gives us an idea of the new drinking game. This week, we're all back, and, and the dust is settling, sort of. It broke my heart seeing Lisa, Renna, Harry, and the girls take down their swing set when they did the same with Jet. When we did the same with Jesse, we felt that way. It's such a powerful symbol of growing up and that, and I think it's so sweet that they celebrated the new chapter in their lives in that way. I'm excited to go to Adrian's party. I wanted to have fun and enjoy the night out with my husband and friends. The party is beautiful and Adrian is a fantastic host. I was hoping to let, I was hoping to get to know her better. But that was not to be. Trouble is a brewing. Like I said in last week's blog, maybe Lisa Renna should have approached Kyle about the brandy, about what Brandy said so said so soon after Amsterdam. But then again, we're already seeing the worst, right? Um, in Amsterdam, I hope. Sure enough, Kim confronts Lisa Renna and what Brandy said during their lunch. Lisa is um, reluctant and understandably so to discuss this. She's dodging the issue, but maybe just saying what she said to Kyle would help everybody stop playing these games. Lisa Renna being vague is not helping the situation and Kim leaves apparently thinking that Kyle lied about it. Yolanda, Lisa Vanderpump, Kyle and I try to make Lisa Renna understand that she has to tell Kim what Brandy said. She gets it, and God bless her. She goes to she goes to talk to Kim, and when she does, Kim is dismissive and doesn't want to hear it. Oh my God! Well, this is the definition of a lose lose situation for anyone. Now I'm just exhausted from even witnessing this. No one is listening or being honest, and it will never get resolved at this rate. Brandy is clearly distraught about her father's death now is not the time to have an emotional charged conversations with anyone. I see Lisa Vanderpump trying to help, but the drama is so high right now. It doesn't seem to be calming down, calming anything down. Brandy keeps insisting she's fine when clearly she's not. Maybe she shouldn't have come to this party at all under the circumstances. God, no shit. If you're that upset about your, your, your loved one, why are you there? Good point, Eileen. Brand, uh, Kim and Brandy finally sit down. Kim tells Brandy what Kyle said to Lisa Renna, what Lisa Renna said. I think Brandy is having a bit of a memory problem about what was discussed. The bottom line is if she told Kim everything that she said to Lisa Renna during their lunch, that major, that major blowout probably would never have happened in Amsterdam. And Kim, well, she doesn't seem to want to do any any digging at all into what Brandy really into what Brandy really entirely said and just gives her 
A big fat pass. Now Lisa Renna is apologizing again. Why people, why? I propose a real housewife drinking game. Take a shot every time Lisa Renna unnecessarily apologizes to Brandy and Kim. And you better have a designated driver because you'll really, really be drunk. It's the end of the night and the end of the season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What a journey it's been. I've made some good friends, lots of adventures, lots of laughs, and frankly, witnessed too, way too many fights. It surely has been one hell of a ride and one I will not forget soon. Oh, Eileen, we love you on the show, girl. You better come back. I'll be upset. All right, kids, next on the block is Lisa Vanderpump, and the title of her blog is I Understand Brandy's Frustrations. Okay. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump thinks everyone missed the point of Brandy and Lisa Renna's conversation about Kim. Well, she says, that's the final leg of this exhausting race. The sun sets on the hills of Beverly. And there we have it. So this season, I felt as I, I felt was... A little more um, elucidative of exactly who these complex characters are. Some weather the storm with um, some regretful actions and other offered up complete view into depths of their inner being. Angry accusations shouted, shrouded with deflection were the actions of some incompetent of dealing with truths that should be confronted. Oh, Lisa, just talk right, for God's sakes. I understood the frustrations of Brandy Glanville as she endeavored to restore the relationship we once had, jokingly, maybe sometimes even genuinely, and we were in a place of a harmless banter as I witnessed the bonds broken between the other women, the bond that last season was united by a common enemy, me. I think there was a genuine remorse that the friend, that a friendship which was benefited her initially when she joined the group and we had both enjoyed this unsavageable and different uh, one would possibly have replaced it. But once ties of loyalty are broken, you are on the defensive. Well... Let me translate that. Hello, Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> we know you're fancy with your fancy talk, okay? But, you know, as far as the ride with this relationship, you know, Lisa friended Brandy. Uh, she defended her, friended her, and Brandy turned on her. And, you know, if little things that Lisa did, like last season, putting the tabloid in her bag or whatever... Brandy just, you know, she went too far. She went too far with Adrian. She went too far, period. Um, all right. We're <laughs> Lisa and her fancy talk leaves off with, I never once said the slap was hard. The endless accusations last season of lying, uh, bankruptcy, deportation, Kim, Ken accusing Yolanda, all that was um, accumulative, and there is not enough there to counterbalance. I remember her clearly stating, I fed that bitch in regard to me on Andy's show, which was hurtful, as we all know the truth. 
When I spoke to Brandy, of course, I felt empathy for her situation with her father, but I had nothing has nothing to do with me. I hear he is doing well, thankfully, but I barely know him. I would have been um, hypocritical after Amsterdam to call offering sympathy when in the last nine months there had been no interaction between us at all apart from filming. Brandy states she loves me. Easy to say, easy as saying sorry, but actions are more important than words. And the way you know if somebody loves you is the way they make you feel. If somebody is sorry, you would feel assured that they would try not to perpetuate the same behavior. The big question here is, I didn't change from last season, so why this desperation to have me back in your life. Now is there a realization that maybe last year she was wrong, meticulous or vindictive? Um, that should be the conversation. Anyways, I digress. One thing I know for sure is my father's life has been held in the balance. I would be there at his side, not arguing about the dynamics of a superficial conversation. <laughs> But it was our finale, our final party at the end of the season. In a nutshell, Brandy Glanville stated that Kim needed an intervention. No, I don't know if she did. I believe Lisa Renna misinterpreted her saying, maybe we all need an intervention as maybe we all need to go to do an intervention. Um, many other things were said. I... And it begs the question, was Brandy, was Brandy Glanville's allegiance to Kim? When talking about Kim's fragile state publicly to her friend Jen and then Lisa, I would say not. I know that Lisa left the conversation after many statements from Brandy with the impression that Kim needed help. That was the point. The emphasis should not have dwelt upon one word. I'd urge Lisa to, I'd urge Lisa not to intervene in Kim's sobriety, but she was motivated by her personal history and felt justified in her in confronting her. So there you have it, another season. I really enjoyed Eileen and Lisa joining the cast. I hope Kyle and Kim find a resolution away from the cameras. I pray Yolanda can find her way to better health. And Brandy Glanville understands that relationships need to be treated with respect. I thank you all for watching and your support, and I will see you at the trilogy, or I guess the reunion. I guess it's a big English word. I don't know. But I totally get it. I mean, Brandy went after Lisa last season. Oh, I don't know how she could ever forgive her. I mean, there's one thing about I can say hi to you, I can wave to you, but man, as far as how I felt about you before, I, I absolutely agree. And again, I think it's Brandy has to be this has to be a, a joke. This has to be a fake character. Nobody's like this, really. I don't know. What do you think? Tweet me a comedy Joda. Burp, burp. All right, next up is Lisa Renna's blog, and it's titled, I'm done with Kim Richards. Oh no, she didn't. Lisa Renna discusses her confrontation with Kim and dispenses some advice from her experiences this season. She says, we did it. We managed to get through season five of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills without anyone going to prison. I got close 
I got close at times, but thankfully we didn't. I went into this promising myself I would tell the truth, own my own shit, and always, always come from a place of um, authenticity. Much like everyone else, I'm human and I make mistakes. Sometimes I act on emotion before really allowing myself time to process and that I can lead that can lead me to say or do things that I'm not always proud of. But I make sure to own what I say and do, learn from my mistakes and hopefully grow into a better person because of it. So we start off with an emotional glimpse into my life. It's time to take down the beloved swing set we've loved and heavily used for the nearly 13 years. There were so many wonderful memories attached to the swing set that we will cherish forever. And now what a poignant reputation representation of the end of our girl's childhood as we know it. I wish we could have given it to another family to use and love as much as we did. But unfortunately, it was made of wood and had to become a hazard and had to become hazarded hazardous by this point. Um, it was just too dangerous to pass along to another family or else we, we that's what exactly what we would have done. Watching my family during this um, transition phase only um, reiterates how important each of them are to me. I am fiercely protective of my husband and my girls and will not tolerate anyone trying to falsely tarnish the love we all have for one another. The fact that this was even attempted um, that first night in Amsterdam was both an injustice and a violation to my family and me. As a matter of fact, it's such an injustice that as we all saw my inner Dalai Lama move aside and let my inner gangster take over. And that was very gangster. And I don't know if it definitely was an injustice, but, you know, I, I guess Lisa's right. I it would have been an injustice for me too, because... Kim did start getting in her face saying, you know, you don't want to know what I know. You don't want to know what I know to get out there. That would have made me mad. Would I have stood up and broke the glass and this? No, I, you know, I would have just gotten her face. But whatever. I guess Lisa Ren and I are different gangsters. Okay, Lisa quotes the Dalai Lama by saying, don't let your behavior of others destroy your inner peace. And we can all use that, especially Brandy. Um, Lisa Rita continues on to Adrian's party. I feel like I need to remind you that I was done, done, done with Kim Richards at this point. I went to this party with zero intentions of talking to Kim about Kim. Definitely nothing around Kim forbidden topic of sobriety. I have been scolded, yelled out, thrown really effing hard into the lion's den about it. So for my own sanity and peace of mind, I had to be done. You keep this in mind as we see Kim Richards walking towards me with a certain look of misguided determination in her eyes. When she sits down and asks me to talk about her sobriety, I honestly think I died a little inside. Was this for real? Was I being set up? What kind of warped reality did I find myself in that the moment when Kim was in front of me demanding to talk about the situation yet again Oh yeah, no way was I going to become a pawn in her little weird little mind game. Rather quickly, it became quite evident that Kim was out to hurt Kyle. 
Kim was making it very clear that she chose not to believe what Kyle had told her and she was trying to drag me in to help take down her sister. Let's be real here for just a moment. We all know Kim doesn't like, trust, or want to be around me at all. So why does she need my confrontation or validation of the conversation? Kim was going to hear exactly what she wanted to hear regardless of anything I said because that's exactly what she does with everything anyway. Nope. Not going to play into Kim's games for a second. I needed to stay honest to myself by not discussing Kim's sobriety. And unfortunately, that resulted in in pissing people off, pissing everyone else off. Listen, I completely understand that both Kyle and Eileen have their opinions and strong opinions and strong need for me to justify Kim's questions. But she, but the she said this and she said that back and forth was just too much. Like I mentioned in last week's blog, I did not. I did what Brandy asked by doing by going to Kyle with this information. It was now up to the Richard sisters to figure it out until I felt an overwhelming feeling that I wasn't talking, taking Kyle or Eileen's side. I wanted to support them, so I confronted the conversation only because Kyle needed me to, not because Kim wanted me to. Big difference. So I put aside my own opinion, point of view, to support Kyle, since she felt so strongly about it. Walking over to Kim, only to have her shush me and snap at me and speak to me as if I were a child, was only allowing for more red flags to fly. As you saw... I took it in stride and temporarily buried it, but I really don't do well with people talking to me in such a disrespectful way. The two different times I spoke with Kim about it that evening, once with Brandy and once without, I felt the need to remind everyone around me that the conversations we've all had about Kim were always from a good place, a place of concern and worry, much like what Brandy and Kim apparently only reserved for their own friendships. I've never had any intentions of making Brandy look bad during our lunch conversations because I really felt she was speaking from the heart about her friend Kim. It's just a shame that she didn't feel the same about my role in the conversation and yet again she denies that she actually what she actually said. And of course she's not going to support you. Brandy likes to be the only person in the role. She doesn't want any competition. She's saying, what, I don't, that doesn't have to do with being single. She's just an insecure woman who just bubbles her, her relationships and her friends. And if she can't be the only one, well, then she doesn't want to be in it. Um, Lisa continues with, but I guess you live and learn and you slowly start to identify a person's true colors, which is just a part of the process. Um, she continues with, it's important to mention that I was also concerned for Brandy and her father and had reached out to her about her father at that time because I know how hard it is to have a parent with an ailing health and I was sympathetic to the obvious pain she was in. Though much like I reminded my daughters as they navigate their young social life, it's important to treat others as you would like to be treated. Speak to others as you would like to be spoken to and never allow your pain and unhappiness to be an avenue to lash out, out and hurt others. 
I am still left bewildered and baffled with absolutely no closure from that party. <clears throat> Me either. <laughs> I was just kind of left <laughs> sitting there at the party, dumbfounded <clears throat> by the turn of events and also by the way I was treated by Kim Richards. It's so not okay to speak to people the way she does. She said, I do think Monty is a very sweet man and I absolutely wish him the best. So off we go into the three part reunion beginning next week. I've been so I've seen the previews by now and it's very bit as crazy as you think it's going to be. Lots of tears, screaming, F-bombs, and that's just from Andy. Just kidding. But seriously, it was a nightmare of epic proportions, <laughs> like a roller coaster you were trapped in on for 10 hours. I've never experienced anything like it. Thank you for reading my blogs this season and I really and really making me feel welcomed to the show. I have no idea that I would be embraced so by such a great community of fans so that I am forever grateful. Keep tweeting me so I don't miss you too much. Uh, say how you feel. Find your passion, love with every ounce of your bones. Stand up for things that matter. Don't settle. Don't apologize for who you are. Be effing brave. Until next time, Lisa Renna. Oh my God, what can you say? She says it all. Love her. All right, the final blog is Brandy Glanville. Sorry, I started reading ahead a little bit. <laughs> I just started thinking of jokes. Um, Brandy's blog is You Can't um, Confirm What Happened. Okay, makes sense. Brandy questions some of the ladies' motives, plus <laughs> gives an interesting update on her relationship with Leanne. Oh my gosh. Ooh. All right, John, just it's one more blog. Okay. Uh, she says, Hey, my bra, Manistas. I'm on American Airlines seat for 30. I'm on my American Airlines seat 36 hours later, flying back home from New York, thankful to be on a safe path home. <laughs> I would not want to be on the same plane as Brandy <laughs> if karma has anything to do with how safely I arrive. Okay. She says, my prayers go out to the families and loved ones of the downed German airline in the French Alps this morning. I cannot imagine the pain being experienced by these families at this point, which shockingly has led me to add a new person into my flight prayer today. My children's stepmom. Don't get me wrong. Not everything is not everything is yet copacetic. But my children love her, so she is now in the flight prayer. Differences aside, now on a happier note on Watch What Happens Live. Last night's Watch What Are Beverly Hills with Andy was so fun with no drama. Well, good. I cannot believe there's actually some maturity in there. You know, yeah, it sucks what happened to you, but it's the way it is. And, you know, Eddie and Leanne are still together, so deal with it. That's what grown-ups do. That's what grown-ups do. That's whispering that because I'm hoping it gets in. Uh, she says, newsflash, please watch my new Sahoma County Chardonnay Unfiltered Blonde to launch in April. Ugh. Right, the alcoholic needs an alcohol. All right. 
So Brandy says, as I look over the past season, all I can say is it's been an odd one. There are so many fun moments that got lost on the drama and so many weeks of fun you never saw at all. I wish you had, but it's not in my control of everything we get to see. I'd like to remember having fun with Kim, stalking my now boyfriend, JR. <laughs> that was such a crazy, fun girls night. Lisa Renna being chased by killer bees. Yolanda and her FaceTime confusion and meeting her family for the second time, this time in Holland. The Foster Foundation extravaganza singing at Lisa Vanderpump's party and Kyle pretending to be a caring sister and owning yachts and planes. Ha, okay, I'll behave. Here we are at the last episode of the season, yet it seems most are still stuck at the beginning. I wish we weren't, and I would dearly like to leave Poker Night behind. However, one person continues to make it a focal point of every interaction from when it happened and far into the three-part reunion. Really? <laughs> Another example of Brandy brushing it aside or brushing things off. This episode opens with Renna tearing down a swing set, but her, but her home interviews are still about her, what her perspective are, her perspectives as Kim's issues to be and not actual touching moment of what the swing set tearing down emphasizes and her own family. I can't wait for her daughters to write their Brooke Shield style memoirs when they are age appropriate. Lisa Renna says she feels sorry for Kim and cares about Kim and wishes Kim well. The truth is a lot less pretty. Some people have been attacking Kim's sobriety online this week, but we don't name names. By the way, Kim is sober and not online. She's a busy care. She's busy caring for her serious, her serious ill family members and giving back and forth to doctors and hospitals and trying to be strong with her family. Okay. Kim taking a pain pill. She broke her sobriety. Okay, Brandy. <laughs> Ask Jennifer Jimenez, your good friend. All right. Brandy continues with, um, next we see, oh, and that would be called a relapse. So brushing the poker thing aside, Kim acting completely insane on one pill and I'm using air quotes. Yeah, whatever. She's not, she was on more than that. She broke her sobriety. People in sobriety cannot just take people's other people's pain medication. Okay. That's what Lisa Ren is saying. Get it straight. Um, Brandy continues with next. We see Nikki Hilton's book signing. Sister Paris and Mom Kathy are there. Looks like a great party. And congrats to Nikki on her style book. Camille looks gorgeous as usual. Kyle angry, angrily flips her hair because Kim was wearing a shirt that, sh that she carries at her shop but didn't buy it there whatever then kyle whispers about her sister kim to lisa vanderpump and camille kyle then tells them she is confused and impatient that kim hasn't confronted me over her third hand lisa renna gossip she states kim will be hurt and brokenhearted over that over what i said kyle seems way to overly excited about that happening, which I find creepy. Why would anybody want their sister to be hurt or in pain? Okay, you know what I think is creepy is keeping sisters apart by the things that you say, Brandy. That's what is creepy. 
and your perspective is actually kind of creepy. Um, the preparations of Adrian's party are in full spring next. Lisa Vanderpump is fretting it. Uh, Kim is casually discussing the intervention gossip with her makeup artist before the party. I'm getting ready and, and waiting for my friends and my date. Okay, so you're giving us some behind the scenes. Still, I still feel the same way. Adrian's party is, is the big finale of our journey this year. Everyone was there, and Adrian always excels at events. So here we go. First off, my mind was not on the party at all. My father was recently hospitalized, and I didn't leave his side for two weeks. It was very serious, but I had to return home to my boys. Um, he was still not conscious, but had needed to get home to run my household. A party was the last place I wanted to be. But I had promised. That's why I decided to bring a few people that I felt I could depend on in that moment. Bodyguards. Um, my friends and JR have been there for me during my father's health scare and over more than a month of hospitalization. That was and is what remains what's most important to me, which it should. So at least some of your priorities are good. Um, the party seems like it was fun for a lot of people who weren't involved in Kyle and Lisa Renna's drama. I wish I were one of them, but in a way I was. I wish I were one of them and in a way I was. As much as Kyle relished telling Kim the hurtful gossip she heard from Lisa Renna, what she wanted to happen didn't happen. There was no argument between Kim and I. We were happy. We were happy to see each other. We spoke easily. I was busy worrying about my dad. She was busy with her family. You were busy worrying about your dad and putting your boob back in your dress. Okay, because you were drunk. What we saw on the finale was, um, was Kim quietly confronting Lisa Renna when leaving Lisa Renna's table somewhat amused. Lisa Renna couldn't confirm the velocity of her gossip because I didn't say it. Thanks again to Bravo for showing the truth in a flashback last week. Well, depends on how you take it. So <laughs> Kim knew who was who and what was what. The entertainment of the night was to was provided by Lisa Renna going radio silent while Kim Kyle begged her for collaboration on her dramatic intervention gossip. Watching Yolanda, Eileen, and Lisa Vanderpump urge Lisa Renna to support Kyle and verify her hurtful gossip was almost amusing. Um, you can't confirm what didn't happen, can you? In the end, I left the party early. Why? Not because of the past friendship with Lisa Vanderpump. It's not her that made me cry. I was crying for my father, my dad, and you because you were drunk. Um, I was in no place to be at a superficial party discussing a superficial incident with a person who was clearly not my friend. Not that night. I said I would show up and I did after. So I love how she, Oh, Adrian's parties are so fabulous. Now it's a superficial party. It's like, make up your mind, bitch. Um, she says after that i wanted to be with my real close friends and family since this party my dad came out of icu and after two entire months and after a long stressful time 
<clears throat> I wanted to thank Dr. Alan Morris and all the doctors and nurses at Mercy General Hospital in Sacramento for saving my dad's life yet again for the second time in 15 years. He is doing so much better and continues in continuing his hope of a full recovery. I'm so thankful to all the people who were there for me and continue to be there for my family and I. Then that's awesome. I'm glad her dad is doing really well. He seems like a really good guy. That is what my life's about. She continues being with the people who truly love you and care about you and the feelings that are reciprocated. Amen. Brandy and I agree on something. She uh, finishes off her blog with, as you hear at the end of this finale, I'm wistful yet wiser, I think in a stronger place. I love and loved being there for Kim and being Kim's friend. And I love that she was, is, and has been here for me. Even more so, I'm grateful and blessed to have Yolanda in my life. She is a no bullshit. Even when suffering herself, she still is so selfish. Yo is very special to me. I love her. She gets me. We have fun together, and I value every moment we spend together. I always will. As for the rest, I hope to share laughs and fun again, maybe tears, but hopefully only joy. Peace out, deuces, mother. Oh, Brandy, you're a total nut job, but you know what? You do have a little bit of a core. I will admit that. All right, guys, that is my audio blogs for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season six. I've so enjoyed hanging out, reading the blogs, giving you my 411 on the episodes. Um, look out for Eric's uh, audio blogs for Real Housewives of New York, which is a, uh, premiering in April. So just, oh gosh, about a week week and a couple days away also to follow me at comedy jonah i will be tweeting the finale for beverly hills i know watch what happens live is on a spring hiatus right now so we won't see any of the ladies on there after the reunion and check out everything bravo from my my shows with glammy and oh i will be talking about the reunion with glammy every wednesday at 3 p.m eastern Follow me at Comedy Jonah or go to our website at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo for all the details. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, MTV shows, I mean, so many at any point point we are covering 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality tv stars and you get to ask them questions in real time so check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com and of course if you want to help support our shows do us a favor subscribe to this podcast in itunes or any of them we have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, 
you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff. And make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.